Welcome to Over the Thread. My name is Taylor, and today on the podcast, we have a very special guest, Christina Lindsay. Christina is a software consultant born and raised in San Diego, California. She moved to Waco, Texas to attend Baylor University in the fall of 2012, earning her bachelor's degree in business in 2016. Upon graduation, she moved to Dallas, Fort Worth to get acclimated to the nine to five lifestyle, taking a job she realized that wasn't truly fulfilling. With a dream of pursuing more of what she felt called to do, Christina decided to beast mode those applications, sending her resume to more than 60 businesses to find the right fit. She turned a no thank you she received from a dream job in New York City to a yes thank you with her determination and tenacity, making a case for why she was a fit for the firm. Currently, she is killing the game, living in Brooklyn and commuting to Midtown Manhattan, neighbors with the Empire State Building, amongst other things, consulting for AKA Enterprise Solutions. Not only is she a hardworking businesswoman, but she's also a popular blogger, starting her blogging career with a fashion-focused blog in college. Her purpose was not to simply express her style and others, but to combat the stereotypes of women in the software developing community. She wanted people to understand that not all in her field fit the typical introverted intellectual and potentially socially awkward mold. She wanted women in her field to be known for more than what society defined them as. Now Christina runs a faith blog called The Salt and Light, where she wrestles with how to pursue Christ and keep her faith in, for lack of a better term, hedonistic city like New York City. She seeks to be an example for young women in business, showing how they can move up the ranks of corporate America despite being in male-dominated fields. She is an inspiration to not only Mary and I, but also to her thousands of followers and fans. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Listen very closely because this girl is wise beyond her years and pretty good with words, hence the blogger in her. Without further ado, here is our conversation with Christina. Hello, Christina. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being here today. Thank oh you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's good it's good to have you and not over the phone because or over the thread because that's what it would have been because <laughs> we're like we need to have christina on we're like how do how does one get a hold of christina because she's in new york city so that would have been over the phone you get her when she flies to san diego yeah mm-hmm. so so why are you out here one of my friends got married um she had a nice little beach wedding in san clemente and i took a full week off because i'm a responsible adult and uh <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, yes <laughs> you prepared and you, you i know, did no everything's off. good everything's good at work but i still i hadn't taken an adult vacation yet like in my life i'd taken like family vacations but not like mm-hmm. me going places doing things <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hence it's a cool vacation. experience oh for Whenever sure you do that though yeah for sure cool uh have you been enjoying it so far, being back? How, yes. How many years has it been? So it's been five years since I've been back in California. And um, my Valley Girl <laughs> voice has come back. Since <laughs> oh, my there. gosh. Yes. It's so good. You know how, like, people, if they're from Texas, when they come back, they start saying y'all again? Yes, true. I've just embraced embraced the Valley Girl. Yeah. She's come back. But, no, it's been so good. I, I didn't realize how much I missed it until – we landed and I started just crying over. Um, I was in the aisle seat and the guy in the middle was like, "Do you want me to move so you can see oh. out the window?" I was like, "It's fine. It's all be all right." Oh, it's so great! That's awesome. I, was... I didn't realize it was that long for you. Yeah, 
Yeah, because my folks moved um, my junior year of yeah. college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whenever I go home to see them, I got to Colorado. So I hadn't. Not that I don't have reasons to come to California. <laughs> no, but like it has a commitment. Yeah. There's if no I was, If I had vacation, I was going to go to Colorado. Right. Right. Or any of my As 17,000 one. weddings in Texas. Yeah, you've had a lot of weddings. What, what number is this? Uh, this this was, in the last eight months, this was the seventh wedding. Holy oh, cow. Wow. That's so many. <laughs> no, it's good. It's it's exciting to, like, celebrate with your friends and be, like, a part of their next, oh, God, this is so cliche, their <laughs> next phase in life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. But it's true. It, it's mm-hmm. something exciting that they've never done before. And the fact that, like, they want me to be there and be part of it, I can't, I can complain about it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, another flight. But I'm just really like, wow, it's cool that I have people that I care so much about that I want to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Making big moves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, next stage of life. Uh-huh. Then it's kids. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe for other people, not for yours truly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about those people that are already married. Oh, That's probably okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, we're skipping. No, yeah, I was like, we, we got a couple steps. No, wait, there's, a, there's a couple steps in between that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. So, so where, so how did you get to be where you are in terms of living? Because. Of living. Because we went to school together. We did. For a while. <laughs> for so long. <laughs> how many years? Oh, gosh. Um, let's see. Mm. When did you come to SFC? Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Okay. Yeah. So it's seven years at SFC and then four mm-hmm. years at Baylor. Yeah. Okay. Wow. 11 years? Yeah. Please tell me that's Math. Right. Yes. Math. Okay, thank God. You got it right. <laughs> as soon check. as I said with it. authority, I was like, You're wait, like, there's shoot. a high chance <laughs> of that's wrong. 11? Yeah. 11? <laughs> Should throw a little sure. question mark in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got it right. in that tone. Yes. Nailed it's a lot, it. It's a lot of years. It's a lot of years. Yeah. It's like almost, yeah. almost half our lives. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. But yeah, yeah, so I went I went to Baylor with both of y'all. Mm-hmm. And then I graduated and took the first job that was offered to me, which is actually a really cool position working for a nonprofit in Dallas. Um, but it was in a different field than I kind of anticipated working in. So I took that job for a number of reasons. Um one of the first ones was that I was terrified of not having a job immediately after I graduated college. Yep. So I took that one. Um, Smart. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned so much through it. Um, you know, I feel like the uh, stereotype is that your first job, you learn what you do and don't want. Yep. And what, um, how you work and who you work best with. And for me, it was really a matter of seeing how differently people work. Mm-hmm. So I was a business major. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I could stick out a straight IT job. Um, and in pursuing that career, I kind of realized that I could not. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because IT people, and specifically software developers, are intelligent in ways that I am not. Not in a self-deprecating, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot kind of way. But in just a, their brain works in a different way than mine does. Yeah. So um, when I would come to work, I would think through problems differently. I would approach solving those problems differently. And I wouldn't say it put me at a disadvantage, but it just put me on a different playing field than everyone. Because I was not 
solving problems the way a software developer solves problems. So um, once I realized that me leaving this job wasn't a matter of me quitting because I gave up or I was like lazy or inadequate, um, but really it was just not a good fit for me. Then I took to LinkedIn. As one does. I don't know if that's the best approach, but it's the old uh, tried and true approach of apply to every single job you can think of that you possibly have any relevance to. Uh huh. So I remember there was one night that I applied to 40 jobs in Holy one cow. Do you recommend that to people who are needing a job and don't really know where to start? Or uh, to go. Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no, because you stop looking at it as a number. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you don't feel rejections personally at that point. <laughs> You're not like, wow, well, these people hated me. You're just like, I wasn't their fit. They didn't have time. It's fine. Whatever. Move on to the next. Yeah. Um. So it took a lot of like personal offense out of it because I was mm-hmm. just not what they needed. I wasn't their fit. Mm-hmm. Um. And so the way I actually got the job I have now is I on a whim, opened up a couple cities that I was like, it would be super legit to live here. Like San Francisco was one, New York was another, Boston was a third. And Mm -hmm. I just applied to jobs there, having never been, by the way, to any of those cities. Not San, not um San Fran. No, what? No, I'm a SoCal girl. <laughs> LA and South. That's where we, that's where I'm at. That's where no, I've been side. through. I think uh, like driven yeah. up through up to Oregon and stuff, but I don't think I've mm. ever properly done San yeah Francisco. okay anyways Fair. uh yeah so i just applied to a bunch of jobs all over the place and i didn't hear back from most of them but then the one in new york sent an email back was like hi you sound like a really great fit for this job unfortunately we only hire people that live in new york and i was like do you know how quickly i will move to new york city <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i went through the interview process or i actually emailed the hr lady back and was like thanks for getting back to me i really appreciate that effort um and then basically took apart the job listing and said every single thing they required, like showed her what I'd done in my career that qualified mm, me for that. Smart. Which in retrospect was somewhat belligerent because she said no. And I was like, no, I tell you no. <laughs> oh, so she told you no and you came back and you. It was a very no. polite thank you no. Okay. Um, and I said, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Kids. Uh, but it learn from that. Yeah. Don't take note. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we're not going down that path. But it was responsible. Yeah, be responsible, kids. <laughs> but I, yeah, so I just emailed her back and forth for a while, and then she passed me off to her hiring manager because she didn't want to deal with all this nonsense. <laughs> and it was like Alyssa will set up an interview, and then Alyssa did, and uh-huh. Alyssa liked me. So Alyssa. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a really long way to say I applied for a job in New York City on a whim. No, that's so, cool. I think that's insightful. Because, I mean, a lot of our listeners, I think, are just either going into college, in college, or just out of college. So it's interesting well, perfect. for them. I've yeah. done all of those things. You've done, you've done all those. Yes, you've done all of those things. So, okay, we've kind of, it's been a theme, I feel like, Mary, is mm-hmm. risk-taking. So obviously, yeah. you kind of were, like, kind of fed up with where you were at, mm-hmm. you know, at your old job. Yeah. What kind of... What was something that, like, helped you, like, take that risk of, hey, I'm just going to apply to New York and just, like, go for it? And if I get the job, I'm going for it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think the job I had had a point of diminishing returns mm-hmm. where it was a paycheck and it was valid experience. But at the same time, <laughs> I didn't feel satisfied every day and I knew there wasn't a career for me there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when I finally just hit the tipping point of realizing 
that I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like where I was going. Yeah. Then that was like my final like impetus of being like, nope, we're done here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think. So it motivated you? Yeah. And yeah. I feel a lot of people have said like, wow, it was. <laughs> There's no way to actually finish that sentence without patting myself on the back. A lot of people have said how brave I am to move to New York. But um, a lot of people have been like, wow, that must have taken a lot to move across the country. And the reality is that I just didn't think about it. (laughs) I was like, oh, well, the job's in New York. I should therefore go to New York. And it wasn't until probably three weeks into the job when I was sitting in my unfurnished Brooklyn uh, matchbox of an apartment (laughs) and was like, oh, my goodness, I live in New York City. Mm -hmm. And that was the point when I realized, oh, maybe I should have thought through. But I hadn't until that point because – and I, I feel like that's how that's how changes happen, you know, is you, sometimes you have to think through and methodically plan through steps and think yeah. what I like check off check off a list. But sometimes you just have to act mm-hmm. and like trust yourself. You know, yeah. I I believed in my ability to do a job in a field that I had very no little experience in. I mm. believed in my ability to survive in a city that I knew no one in. Um, not because I have a disproportionate amount of self-confidence, but because that was the option yeah. to get where I wanted to go. That was what I had to do. And so therefore I did the things. And then a couple weeks later, I was like, wow. So things happened. I happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I happened. I happened. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So the moral of the story isn't don't think through your life's choices. Um, the, the moral of the story, I guess, is believe in your capabilities more than you want to be afraid of what's around you hmm. because like i feel like being comfortable is something that you know in the name of stability we settle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's not how we're supposed to live you know yeah and i think Agreed. that was a big thing for me was being like this is my life like this is my life now instead of my life where I wanted to be in five years. Yeah. Where I knew mm-hmm. if I stuck with the job I had then, I could grow a certain career path and follow it. And then in five years, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. I was like, but mm-hmm. do I really want to burn through five years just so I can mm-hmm. have some result then? Right. Like, no, I should, <laughs> not to be all carpe diem, but <laughs> you, you should, yeah. you know, you have today. You don't have, you're not promised five years. Yeah. In a not right. morbid sense, but... Yeah. You, know, yeah. you, should, you should make the most time you have now. Mm-hmm. Career-wise, I think. And I think people don't really think about that. Mm-hmm. They're like, eh. I mean, I'm making the most of, like, my, you know, days off <laughs> or right. whatever. But you're like, eh, I'm just going to suffer through and get to my five-year. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. I know a lot of people that work that way at my company, yeah. <laughs> even, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we... I don't know if that's a millennial thing. Or mm-hmm. what? But just the idea of like I can, I can bear it. Like I mm-hmm. can handle it for however long. Mm-hmm. And we put ourselves in that mindset of like, it's fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to not want to be fine. Like you should be passionate about your job and love what you do. And we're, I don't know, almost trained to think like our nine to five should be something that we endure to yeah. get to those, like you said, your vacation days. Mm-hmm. But you the should weekend. get satisfaction on what you do. Like. If you went to college and you put four years in to get that, if you didn't go to college and you pursued other venues of education or yeah. self-improvement, either mm-hmm. way, like you've studied and worked hard to get to where you are now. 
And that should pay off now, not necessarily just into the nebulous future. Right. Hmm. That's mm. good. Hmm. Super mm. good. <laughs> so how is it living there? Like, are you enjoying yeah. it? Oh, my or? God. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I am an extrovert's extrovert. So mm-hmm. being around throngs of people. Throngs. Throngs. Great word. Thanks. <laughs> It's so, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my big things is ambition. Mm -hmm. Um, Things I seek out in my friends that I seek out in, well, any relationship, I guess, is ambition. I want you, I I love it when someone has a goal and a purpose and they're, they're hungry for something. Mm -hmm. And Nobody accidentally lives in New York. No. Like, nobody puts up with subway rats and, you know, crazy traffic and truly horrible winters (laughs) just because they can. Like, we all do that because we want something more than we want to be like. Yeah. You know, I could have a different salary in a different city, but I I choose New York because I want the career that it provides for me and the Mm -hmm. opportunities it's going to give me. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone there has that mindset and so Mm -hmm. i I love that hunger that's Mm -hmm. in the city that's cool Mm -hmm. and there's also broadway and broadway (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) someone asked me the other day it was it was mandy she was like so christina have you seen hamilton oh you know mandy we don't want to talk about that it's a sore subject it's a sore subject that i live in the city and haven't seen the musical that i have memorized yeah (laughs) i'm a little bitter about it it's fine I know. It's incredibly hard to get tickets, and they're very expensive. They're crazy expensive, and everyone wants to go see it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I one mean, day. One day, yes. One day. One day you'll just be given free tickets. And like, Woo! <laughs> you should just... <laughs> How do I mean... What do I need to do to make that happen? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe that should be a goal. Maybe. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, okay, one thing I will ask you is for a while, I don't know how long you've had it, Mm -hmm. but you started a fashion blog Mm -hmm. that kind of transitioned Mm -hmm. into kind of more of a, I don't know how you would categorize your new blog now. Yeah. um, So I did have a fashion blog. That was the thing that happened. And that was, like most things I do in life, founded from a place of pettiness. Where, um, so that, that first job I talked about was an IT job. And as a software developer, I felt like there was a stereotype around women. Um, well, okay, let me backtrack. So if I met people and they'd be like, oh, cool. You went to Baylor. Oh, you're from California. What do you do? And I'd say, oh, I'm a software developer. People would be shocked. And everyone I met would be like, oh, I never would have guessed that for you. And it really probably shouldn't have bothered me as much as it did, but it really did because I didn't fit their stereotype of a IT woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I don't know what they're picturing, but I wasn't it. And so mm-hmm. I started this, the my fashion blog as a way of striking back against that, being like, you know, believe it or not, <laughs> women um, exist in a dichotomy. We are more than one thing. Mm-hmm. I can be a software developer who cares how her hair looks, mm-hmm. who gets her mm-hmm. eyebrows done, who also happens to like sequel. Like you can do multiple things and have multiple levels 
just because you don't fit into the one category that fill in the blank, the patriarchy or, you know, <laughs> whoever has mm-hmm. allowed that like stereotype to be. Yeah. That fell apart at the end. But <laughs> I just mean that like there were, so I started the blog from a place of being like, women can be more than one thing. I can be more than one thing. And I was just really sick of people saying, oh, you don't look like a software developer. Uh, then I stopped being a software developer. So that lost a lot of students. <laughs> um, and I said, I'm a consultant. And people say, oh, yeah. I was like, well, hold up. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I'm an IT consultant, but it still is a people job instead of a computer's job. Well, right. that's not true. It's a computer's and people job. But either way, um, I fit into how people think consultants should look mm-hmm. and act and carry themselves and dress. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as much of an issue anymore. So then I transitioned into a lifestyle blog, mm-hmm. um, which really I just like saying. But um, <laughs> it, thanks for that belated laugh, Mary. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> She is on delay. Um, oh, I am okay. on delay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was either like the biggest pity <laughs> laugh in the history of ever. No, no there's a slight delay. There's a slight delay. Okay. Um, so I, I transitioned to a faith blog because going to a Christian high school like we did and then yes. a Christian college like we did, yes. I feel like faith was kind of implied. And then yeah. I now suddenly work in this environment of New York City. That is kind of the definition of hedonistic. Mm, yeah. Um, where focus is on, like I said earlier, like, there's that hunger. Like, what can you do? What are you capable of? What are your hopes and dreams? And that's not really, that that puts focus inward. And so I transitioned my blog into talking about um, external, talking about, not, not appearances this time, but talking about how to, <laughs> how your priorities shift outward, how you can care about other people, your coworkers, um, your faith, your church, and how you balance that with being someone who is really invested in her career. That felt like I was going somewhere else, but then I just stopped. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. The end. That's what the new log is. Um, I haven't posted on it in a while. Yeah. Which is kind of upsetting because work has picked up, and so I've been busier with that. Right. Um, but yeah, I... With my career as well as with the blog, I haven't found many women in the IT field, in the consulting field, especially not in the IT consulting field. (laughs) And so I just really wanted to be a voice. And if anyone reads it, if no one reads it, if one person reads it, um, the the goal is to be an example and to Mm. reach out a hand to someone who's not behind me, but after me. And so Mm. that's a huge part of why I'm motivated career-wise to ascend the ranks of corporate America. Ah. Um, Because there there aren't, there aren't people like me in C-suite positions, Mm. um, which is not a reflection on my company, Mm -hmm. but on the industry. Mm. So you're kind of trying to be like a, sort of like a resource in some ways to people who are trying to make it. Um, you know, to have a successful career is all well and good for me. Paying off the student loans finally, you know, getting whatever apartment or taking whatever vacation. Like, that's grand. But it's not worth everything if, again, it's just internalized. Like, I want right. to be able to help other people, um, specifically other women. Yeah. But um, 
who might have been in the same position of me coming out of college, not sure where they want to go. Yeah. Um, I think it would make a difference if I know it would have made a difference for me if I had looked up a company ladder and seen someone like me. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. you didn't think we were going feminist today, did you? <laughs> hey, I mean, you know. <laughs> so where can, where can people find that? Yeah. So uh, the um, my Instagram is at Chrissy Lindsay with one S, not like Chrissy Teigen. Sorry. Sorry. Um, and then my blog is the Salt and Light dot blog. Yes. 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 But if you go to my Instagram, you can find the link for the blog, and that's usually easy to remember. Them. Yes. And Chrissy, not with a K. Oh, yes. C-H-R-I-S-Y-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. Lindsay, the Scottish spelling, not the English spelling, which is a finny Y. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Fun facts abound. That's awesome. Oh, gosh. I do have one question. What is a... I feel like we've asked this to a couple people, but what is your 2018 goal or goals? And it can be very general. It could be for the blog. It could be for your personal, mm-hmm. career-wise. And we are, like, almost halfway through. Yeah. So. <laughs> it could be checkpoint. It could be, like, a touch base. A touch base. Great. Now I have to go cry. And cry no. I'm like, what goals am I not meeting? <laughs> um, one of the goals that... I had at the start of the year. I'm not a New Year's resolution person. Okay. Again, out of pettiness, not because I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, because I'm like, on principle, we should have, like, (laughs) change should happen at any point, not just at January 1st. Which is fair. Oh, it's fair. (laughs) But it's not even something I believe strongly in. It's just something I subscribe to. Ah. Uh, anyways. Um, so at the start of the year, something that I really wanted was, um, to, to be intentional about was my networking. Hmm. Um, making intentional connections with people within mm-hmm. my company that maybe mm-hmm. I don't necessarily interact with. Hmm. And I've realized, though, as the more I try to network, um, that that's not just a work skill, hmm. that it should be a life skill as well, which hmm. sounds horribly trite. But um, <laughs> if, if you're making, you know, calculated connections in your career, yeah. You should do that in your personal life, too. Absolutely. Like, where do you want to mm-hmm. be um, with your faith walk or with your any relationships? Um, you can, you don't have to, like, necessarily find somebody like, hi, will you be my mentor? But <laughs> finding strategic people that will bring you up to their level, that will edify you, that will make you stronger and make you a contender. Mm-hmm. That's something that I think... We tend to, that, that sounds very kind of callous or manipulative to like befriend someone just because of that. But yeah. I realized that in my life, like my personal life, I only pick friends that are better than me in mm. one way or another. Mm. Um, because I don't, I don't like, like stagnancy is such a fear of mine. Yeah. You know, staying complacent. And so finding friends that are more creative Taylor and Mary. <laughs> um, oh. Finding friends who so are nice. smarter. My friend who just got married this last weekend. Um, she was very smart. Just, she's inte- extremely intelligent. You find people that are better than you, and they pull out parts of you that you would have left kind of dormant on your own. But because they're encouraging mm-hmm. that in you, uh, it comes out. Hmm. And so, it, like I said, it sounds very capped to be like, pick your friends wisely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But if you do it for your career, you should, or maybe you don't do it for your career, do it for your career kids. But uh, if you already do for your career, do it for personal life too. Yeah. That's that good. That, 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 yeah. That yeah. Goal. Serious goals. Yeah. Serious have you, have you, what, so have you like done anything recently that you've like met that goal? Have you like, yeah. Such people? So I, to keep myself accountable, um, we do have <laughs> like checkpoints at work where your project mm. or you have a, a coach mm. and you have to fill out like a goal sheet mm. with like however any, you know, it's something is like however much I want to be billable all the way to like what position you want to have at the end of the year. And that coach checks in with you. Huh. Um, accountability is good. Accountability is also terrifying. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my project manager also happens, or one of my project managers happens to be the one who is my coach. And so he's been good about being like, okay, it's all well and good to say you have these goals. Who are you talking to? Okay, you have this meeting with Craig on Friday. Are you going to talk to Craig about this? Okay, so you have this, uh, you're on site with this project manager talk to him about it this time and then report back to me. Hmm. Um, That's good. Yeah. So, so yes. <laughs> yeah. Professionally. Professionally. Definitely. I've been really good about it. Yeah. Um, personally, I have been less good about it hmm. um, because making friends in New York is harder than I thought it would be, which sounds hmm. so lame to say. But then I'm like, no, I shouldn't be embarrassed about that. I don't know anybody in the city. It's okay that I don't. It's large. It's it's a large mm-hmm. city, and yeah. it's easy to be anonymous. Yeah. Um. But by the same token, um, there are so many people there, so many yeah. people to learn from and grow from. So, um, personally, um, I've been able to make a couple friendships that have been, um, edifying. Yeah. I'd like to say mutually, but you can ask that. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So personally, that's a lot harder to judge because you have to keep yourself accountable as opposed yeah. to having someone like Brad who will call you and be like, hey, right. who are you talking to? Um, but yeah, I would say so. I would say, yeah. Um, yes, I've been extremely blessed by my friendships and the new relationships I developed, but I do hope that I can continue to grow in those relationships. Yeah. As the year goes on. As the year goes on. Yeah. Well, even like reaching out to people, like I'm sure people reach out to you on Instagram, you know, considering your large following. Oh gosh. Unlike uh, me over here. What? But, uh, you know, <laughs> Whoa. with our, Whoa. with our open to thread, we're, we're growing. You yeah. should follow us. Yes. Yes. What's over the handle, Taylor? Wink, wink, over the thread bad. is the handle on Instagram. You should follow us. It's great times. Perfect. I Flawless. The, I do the designs for it. It's great. It's fun times. Yeah. Yeah. Flawless but, uh, integration right there. What? We did great. Flawless integration right there. No, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm sure people reach out at slash you probably do as well. Like talking with different people. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm sure conversations come up. Yeah. So I feel like I, that is something while we're here. While we're here. Um, <laughs> Or people responding to blog posts. Yeah. So the, so the interesting thing about Insta is because I started my um, Instagram as a fashion account, it is very curated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a moment, probably early January or something, where I realized how curated it was and how everything on the blog is, or on the, my Instagram is very pretty, very packaged. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew the superficiality of Instagram. Like, I mm-hmm. knew that... By virtue of saying, here's a picture of my life, you're saying, enjoy this one 
specific, unique, deliberate picture I took. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize the image that that would put together of me. And so I had a couple people reach out to me and be like, wow, like you're just, your life is so together. Your life. And I was like, whoa, whoa, slow down. Like, no, it's not. And that was a mm. turning point for me where I realized mm. like as important, not as important. That's, that's actually exactly it is. It's not important to post a cute coffee picture. Um, but maybe important when you're thinking, I don't know. It's like, but maybe you your caption like. in it says yeah. like, we're, we all use, I don't even know. I don't want to try to, uh, <laughs> but, but basically I was just, I was confronted with the reality mm-hmm. that the image I was putting up was one mm-hmm. of, that wasn't indicative of who I am in mm-hmm. an entirety. It was just mm-hmm. part of me and it was a very prettily packaged part of me. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that I, uh, challenged myself to going for mm-hmm. another goal. Wow. Another goal. Great. Look at that. Pulling out goals. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a goal oriented person. What I a am. great person. Oh, what such a gift. Um, from there, I realized that I, not even, I have a responsibility, but just, I have, um, I should be decent about what I post online. I should be honest. I should be, oh, here's that Baylor, uh, buzzword, authentic (laughs) about what I post. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, about what I post because people are, are looking and they might not. They, they don't know you're ugly. So, like, my personal friends who follow that blog are like, oh, it's a cute coffee shop picture, cute outfit picture. Like, that's nice. Like, we know that later she's going to be, like, sitting in bed eating ice cream or, like, <laughs> you know, watching some YouTube video of how cupcakes are made and crying because it's beautiful. Like, they, they know that I'm not as perfect as I, the mm. image I put out there. But mm. people that don't know me don't know that. And mm. so, um, yeah, be authentic. Be authentic kids. Be authentic kids. What are what though? We had a couple like shout outs to kids today. We did. We had a lot be of responsible, responsible, authentic, authentic. I feel like make good choices should be in making choices. Make choices Get cool. a job right out of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you do, have a good reason for it. Yeah. Don't true. just get tired. So true. Yeah. Or be like, eh, I'm just gonna like take the time off and whatever. Yeah. Like sometimes have a reason. Necessary. Take a sometimes break. Sometimes it is. Be safe. Have, have a reason. Be, be safe. Well. Yes. Be well. Be well. One of my favorite celebrities always signs off. Like, be well. And I'm like, it's so good. That's, That's so such good. A good. We need a sign off. Kind of blessing. Don't we, Mary? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we can steal that, but. No. We need, like, a good. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a goal for you guys. <laughs> that's a goal. That's a goal for us. <laughs> We're going to sign off. Uh-huh. We'll We're going to sign off. Eventually. Perfect. I'll check my hand with you at the end of oh, the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. Um, I guess, do you want to plug anything else while you're here? I mean, you've plugged your Instagram and your blog. That's it. That's plenty. <laughs> That's all. That's plenty. It's all for now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we will hopefully, hopefully some more posts. Looking forward to that. Yeah. I know I personally enjoy them, but, you know, I'm sure other people do too. Mm-hmm. Cool.